that? That's the name I gave you. You died in the play I wrote about myself. You killed me off? I think he throws the books at you. <laughs> I made you the sidekick, Pete. Since you've come back, you haven't remembered my name. You haven't come over to hang out once. Yeah, I've been busy. <laughs> I don't think you realize, but I've been running an entire You have a girlfriend. You have an elf prince's girlfriend, and you don't have time for your old buddy, Pete. You can't even remember my name. Solve it yourself. And he throws the books Pete? to the ground and slams the door. <laughs> Pete? I'm yelling through the door. <laughs> my girlfriend tried to fire me. <laughs> I have no one left. <laughs> Pete! I'm kicking the door. <laughs> I want to rip the door off its hinges. I want to roll into my danger strength. This is, God damn it, if this is my last day as Lord of Lone Tree, you're gonna help me do this as, my, as a citizen. Oh um, my god. Nine. Okay, so you rip the door off its hinges. And Pete's right there. I'll um, fix that. And behind you, you hear two voices go, like, almost in unison. Duncan, what are you doing? And it's Egwene and Vea. God. And, like, there Pete's cowering. Out. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were looking for Duncan because you never brought him back, Etni, and it's been hours. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's happened. Shit has happened, for sure. Okay, we're going to cut to Etni. Yeah, I think we should cut to Etni. <laughs> Uh, and he just went straight to Pond. Uh, Pond's, Pond's sitting down there writing something, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Meridian and, like, people are, are working in the, in the keep. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, hey, Etni, Lady Etni, I don't know. I don't know What's either. happening? Pond. Is Duncan okay? Uh, Duncan is all over the place. So is Brim. So is everything. What's um, wrong with Brim? Oh, well, well, we have plenty of time to get into it in a second. <laughs> Brim like walks past the door. <laughs> I think I think Pond's eyes go really wide following that, just be like, and then like scribbles a really hasty note, and she's like, "Do you think he'd let me cut some of that horn off?" You know, if he if you can feed him for a little minute, he will be. Yep, he will say yes. Will huh. my horn grow back? Probably. Okay. Probably. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that would be what Pond would say. <laughs> um, so what can I what can I help you with? Uh, I have a very bizarre request. Okay. So um, I I haven't done a ritual of any kind since. I made all this happen. Yeah. Um, so you remember that Pond has all of Thorne's memories, right? So yeah. he actually knows all about that, like down yeah. to a T about what happened. So he's like, yeah, that's probably for the best. I think so too. But I can still do them. And I would feel more comfortable if I could do them with someone. What kind of ritual are you talking about? Uh, second wind kind. I think we get like another like quick flashback of like the terrifying <laughs> storm moment, like because yeah. and like Pond's like, you know what? He's not here, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not good to speak ill of the dead. But um, there'll be a different pilot, and that's for the best. 
Agreed. Um, yeah, let's get, we can get started on that. Thank you. Um, so do you want to read your ritual move real quick? I do, yeah. Where'd you go? There it is. Cool. So, ritual! Haven't done this in a while. When you draw in a place of power to create a magical effect, tell the GM what you're trying to achieve. Ritual effects are always possible. The GM will tell you uh, what you have to sacrifice to gain the effect you desire, and the GM will give you one of the four following conditions, or one, two, four, I should say, following conditions. So, for starters, you're not going to have to sacrifice anything because I think you're going to be directing Pond and he's going to be the one prep doing the actual ritual. Right. So, no sacrifice required cool. in this case. So, what what are the potential requirements that I... So, it's going to take days, weeks, months. First, you must blank. It will require a lot of money. The best you can do is a lesser version, unreliable and limited. Oh, dear God. You and your allies will risk danger from blank. You'll have to disenchant blank to do it. Okay, so for starters, it's going to take a week. Ugh. Okay. And I think... I'll save us that in travel time. <clears throat> yep. And I think, um, I think Pond, like, looks through, like, the, the calculations that you and Thorne did originally, and he's like, okay, so this is the best you could handle on that beach, mm-hmm. but... Interestingly enough, I've noticed a thing in town um, with uh, anti-gravitational properties. Were we to disenchant it and attach it to a structure of the boat, um, it would uh, remove the limitations that were on it prior. Um, So that carriage that Vea brought... Carriage boat? It floats. Yeah. So we're going to need that. And we're going to need to build a boat. So... We're going to have to set some people on building an actual boat. We'll make sure it can float. We'll set it up in the river. And we'll just make the the, the carriage, like the, the cabin of the boat, right? And its properties will go and it'll make it much more steady than last time. So you won't have to be constantly pumping fire into this contraption. Excellent. Yeah. Is that what happened last time? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> so last time, Sam, you t- picked a, a a lesser version, unreliable and yeah. at best, and you'll risk danger from like falling out of the sky because it was just this like ramshackle thing. Yeah. So this time it'll be like proper and won't like break down on okay. you guys. Um. So you're gonna have to. Basically, you're gonna need to spend a week week's time a week an extra week here that Duncan didn't want to spend. And you're going to need to get a hold of that carriage and ruin it. Um, I mean, don't talk to Brim. <laughs> talk to Bea. <laughs> so I think we can actually cut to Brim for a second here. Um, Brim is... Uh, you guys are in that in, in the stable where the soldiers are basically staying right now. Yeah. Um, the Where they were originally staying, and then they moved to the barracks, and the barracks got destroyed, so now they're back. Um, and you're, like, packing stuff, because you think you're leaving tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and... Mm. I want to spend the hunger. Okay. Um, I think being around your soldiers, um, the exa- their exhaustion at all of this fighting and the tragedy that's happened is just all you can feel right now. And yeah. like it's like I think you're like slumped against Aspen, your horse, like not packing anymore. When Warmcon's like, are you okay? You've been, like, really chipper and, like, up and at him since you turned two hours ago. Are, is this part of it? What's happening? Yeah, I'm okay. It's just the, the emotions of the soldiers are just kind of dispersing. Here, here. Forget the packing for a minute. And she, like, just, like, 
saddles your horse. She's like, let's, if you get away from them, did Ingvild do that? Did she get away from people? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Then you go, go, and I'll, I'll finish this. Okay. I, uh. Unless you want me to come? I I don't know. No, it's fine. Okay. I go. Uh, Can, I have an interesting question. Mm -hmm. Um, so I can take emotions from someone. Is that, does that just apply to people or does that apply to things too? You can do it to, not things, not like objects. No, but like, uh, like Like an animal, like an animal. Yeah. Um, I think you'll, I think the way we're going to have to roll with this is that you're probably only going to be able to take one passion from them. Yeah, that's fine. Um, due to like, like just like a, like a, their emotional capacity is much lower or, or like something got lost in translation. Yeah. Something to that effect. Okay. Yeah. Um, can I go hunting then? Sure. (coughs) Um, so what is that? What move is that? I guess that's emotional drain. Okay. And when you attempt to attack a human being using your ability to drain emotions, roll plus con and a 10 plus, you may feast on their emotion, emotions as above on a seven to nine. You can still do so, but you choose one. Okay. So I think you see like you're, you're out in the, you're out in the wild and you're different now. Like you yeah. don't register to animals as people. Yeah. So I think like. Maybe just like a, maybe just like a small kind of like like warthog sort of thing, yeah. just kind of like wanders in front of you and, and your horse. Yeah, thirty to fifty feral hogs, <laughs> <laughs> just just Rome. a horde of them. <laughs> no, just, just three just to like, five minutes after just you're one. in the forest. Yeah, and you realize that you can feed on it. Okay. Do you want? <laughs> you get it. Do you want to roll plus? Yeah, roll plus con. <laughs> How's this working out? Uh, 2d6 plus your constitution bonus. What are you guys laughing at over here? <laughs> Brim gets out of the AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's this what whole is this thing. from? There's this whole thing. On, One moment. Uh, yeah. On Twitter, this musician was came out and was like, um, why do you need assault rifles? Like, there's no reason for them. And some average guy from, like, South Carolina was like, oh, yeah? Like, if I don't have my assault rifle, what am I supposed to do about the 30 to 50 feral hogs that run onto my property and terrorize my children while they play? Three to five minutes after they start playing. (laughs) That's probably, that's probably, like, a a parody account or something. That's hilarious, I would legitimately say that. Oh, no. (laughs) That was definitely a real guy. I'm gonna find it. That's hilarious. Okay, ready? (laughs) That's a... Plus three. That's really nice that I took that. That's so a which, twelve. All right, so you rolled a twelve. What do you get on ten plus with this? Uh, I may feast on their emotions as above, which means I can hold two passion if I leave them alive, hold three passion if I kill them. So just one passion. I think total? this one passion because it's an animal here. Okay, and I can ch- still choose to not kill them. Yeah, why not? Okay, yeah, I don't kill it. There's not really a reason. I think your horse is really unsettled by this though. Like gets real nervous while this is happening. Yeah. Um, so take one passion. Okay. And like it goes off into the woods. I think you get just like this, like funnily enough, I think you get hunger from the feeling of being like the emotional feeling of being yeah. hungry. Like just be like, there's just like the, of like, of just a wild pig being like, 
gotta find me some mushrooms. <laughs> so it's not like actual hunger, but it's like... No, it's just like, hmm. Got, like, that feeling of like, hmm, gotta go to the pantry. Yeah. <laughs> I just gotta eat something. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, okay, so I'm gonna use that to get rid of my hunger, so now I have zero passion, zero hunger. Alright. Perfectly balanced. As all things should be. <laughs> Meanwhile, Duncan... Has ripped the yeah. door off of Pete's <laughs> home. Um, I want to try. And Egwene and Vea are behind you. I want to try and do a move. What move? A move I've never done before. Parlay. Huh? Oh my. I want to read parlay. I want to parlay. When I have leverage on a GM character that is being technically his lord and holding his house door in front of him um, <laughs> and manipulate them, I'll roll plus charisma. Leverage is something they need or want. And I get, maybe you could say this has changed, but I get the sense Pete kind of wants my approval, or at least me to be kind to him. No, that's no. not what Pete wants anymore. Do I have any leverage over him? I, I don't know. Like I think I think you could if you threaten violence, okay. definitely. Okay. Um, it's your life. That's I would, but I, I think, but I think, <laughs> I think, um, especially with Egwene and Vea there. Uh huh. Your authority's like weirdly undercut here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because <laughs> they won't let you do it. <laughs> they're not gonna let. Um, they're not gonna let you like. I hurt him or like, I and. Uh huh. Normally, I would never do this with yeah. any other character, but yeah. because Pete has been such a punching bag, I will threaten violence against him. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> you get enough fucks. You're leaving. <laughs> Roll disadvantage here. What? Okay. Um. <laughs> 3d6, take the lower two. I swear to God, Paul, if you do not <laughs> help me right now, you're gonna regret it. That is a eight. Total? Um, yes. Okay. So what do you get on a seven to nine? On a seven to nine, they need some concrete assurance of my promise right now. Like <laughs> you'll regret it. And then I drop the door. Or, oh, it's my <laughs> promise that I will hurt them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I drop the door and I... I, <laughs> I, I think as you're doing this, I think... I think Vea's like, are you serious right now? Are you really gonna do this? Vea, the move worked, okay? <laughs> don't, don't undermine me here. You get to make the choice as to whether or not you make, you make an assurance of your promise right now. Yeah, I'll make a concrete assurance of my promise. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Let's put a hole in the wall. Pile <laughs> <laughs> wall puncher. I just. Yeah. And I say, I'll fix the door. I'll patch the wall. I'll patch the wall as soon as it's over. Matt. Matt. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Steve. Steve. My name's Pete. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Pete. No, I'm not gonna do that. So that that's was... not a concrete assurance of you beating the shit uh, out of him. Oh, okay. that's a concrete assurance of you like oh me fixing things yeah. afterwards. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I should give a concrete assurance that I'll beat the shit out of him. Um. <laughs> Pete, I will beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> I think I tell Pete that like Pete, you're really gonna regret it. And I brandish my fist like an old-time gangster. Why <laughs> Does this work on Pete? Is that a concrete assurance? <laughs> I think Dane's deciding whether you actually have to hit him. 
Yeah, you'd actually have to hit him. Oh, come on. Come on. Can I throttle him a little? Can I lift him up by his shirt and shake him? Uh, you'd ha- you have to hurt him. Like, you'd have to hurt him. Like, is Duncan actually the person who will hurt No, me? of course I'm not going to actually physically hurt Pete. And I'm like, ah. Break the door. <laughs> no, I just set the door back on its hinges. And I'm like, I'll come back and I'll fix that, Pete. It's fine. I'll do it. No, please. I would actually Duncan, feel a lot better if I did it. I would feel a lot better if you didn't come around anymore. <clears throat> you know what? That is fair. <laughs> <laughs> you have a point. You have a point. So long, Percy. <laughs> I hope you're still here when I get back. Greg. I'm imagining uh, Duncan walking off and like the door falls over. <laughs> And I think Van and Gwen are both just, they're just both following you. I really do not want them to follow me. I understand. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to talk to us? Classic. (laughs) No. Why? Because I don't want to. Can you please respect that? I'm going to my mom's house. (laughs) (laughs) You come to your mom's house, it's burned to the ground. (laughs) You have to like walk a different direction to another building. I forgot. I walked to Byron, Bella's house. (sighs) You know, you might want to go find um, Brim. So, he's actually, I don't know if you've seen him lately. You might want to go check up on him. No, he's never, Vea's like, no, he's never around anymore. He's around... Recently, he's been seen in town. <laughs> he's been seen in town like a mythical creature. I feel like you're you're having this conversation through a door, uh-huh. through Byron Bellows' door. Yeah. I think Vega comes up to like the edge and she's like, you didn't let us actually say what we were going to say. We were going to offer it. We were never going to take it. I was worried about you. I'm sorry you took it the wrong way. And then she's like, I'm going to go find my brother. I'm sorry you took it the wrong way? Oh, what a backhanded... I slammed the window shut and the glass shatters. <laughs> I'll, Byron, I'll fix that. <laughs> Byron, where is the tar? I'll fix it. There's all these ugly yeah. black tar like <laughs> ceiling cracks in the window. <laughs> Yeah, and I just go up <laughs> You still need someone to help you do this move. I'm gonna wait. Perhaps Byron. I'm gonna have... Your e- mom. I'm gonna have either my mom do it when she gets home. Because well, here's the thing. It can't just be anybody. Yeah, no, I have the books. Um, or I'm gonna ask Brim. I'll ask Brim. <laughs> Does... I think this needs to be somebody... When Brim gets home. Brim would do Acad- it. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be somebody academically or religiously trained. Mm-hmm. Um... So, Brim's academically trained. Yeah. Poorly. Brim but, like, he is. Poorly. Yeah. So Brim right. would be like, take off the amulet. Because I think... Yeah, I'll I take think, off the Yzmol, probably. Yeah. Because yeah, I think Brim any... I think anybody who... Because Brim's not doing really anything. Yeah, because I think, I think anybody who... Um, whoever you get to help you will adjust, like, advantage mm-hmm. versus disadvantage. You know what? You know what who I'll get? As long as they don't try and get... Political with me, I'll ask Latima. 
She'll be really good at that. Yeah. She would be really good at that. Brim will help, though. I, I sneak out the back door. <laughs> and I try to go, go to the keep. I think at this point, Brim is back in town as well. Okay. Um, yeah, you're about to run into Vea. I'm sorry. She's getting in everybody's business today. <laughs> um, Duncan, so you, you walk up and, like, as you open the door, like, Meridian was about to step out. She's hello. like, hello. So, done running? Not running. Living my life. Do you know where Latima is? <laughs> Healing houses in the mountain. Great. Thank you. <laughs> turns around, he opens the door, sees her, asks her the question, turns immediately around and goes the other way. <laughs> yeah. I am dodging people. I'm going to go to Latima. So you get there. You get to the healing houses and Latima's there and she like looks really brightly at you. Uh-huh. She's like, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm feeling fantastic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so good. Gags. <laughs> Listen, Latima, I need your help for something super secret business. Top classified. Last order as Lord. Okay. Sure. <clears throat> Great. I reach into my bag and I pull a giant stack of <laughs> religious texts and she's drop like, them on the ground. She's like, you're missing three of the seven appendices. I'm going to use mine. What do you need done? Oh, I knew I can't be the right person. <laughs> <laughs> I have a horrible image of Brim trying to die. Uh, <laughs> Brim is just trying yeah. to die. And it says that the shall... Pray, pray, pray. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, this part cuts off. Hold on. <laughs> well, it says there's, here. It says there's this? a fourth appendice, but it skips to five. Oh we don't need that. Uh, fifth appendice. <laughs> um, yeah. She's like, okay, so we should do this privately? That would uh, be best. Maybe yeah. a room in the keep? or um, What are we trying to do? What's the process? When she gathers her books, which are uh-huh. meticulously kept, like, My beautiful, yeah. stained, doodled on. Um, I basically explain what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, and I think we should do it by the lone tree. Yeah. So she's, like, she's, like, over the moon about this. Like, she's like, I never thought I'd get to be part of divine magic. <clears throat> well, today's your lucky day, sister. Okay. Um, I've practiced. <laughs> I've, I've fast. Um... Uh, you start getting yourself ready. Who should I tell that this is happening so that they are not to disturb you and that they know not to worry? Mm. Besides literally everyone. <laughs> you should probably tell no one. And, uh, uh, no, uh, let, Etni already knows. Maybe just let her know that it's starting. Let Brim know. Obviously my mom, so she doesn't worry. Um, and, uh, keep the... Keep the lone tree sealed. Normally it's not that heavily trafficked. But. Um, okay. Who... I need to leave my son with probably Skua and Meridian. What should I tell them that I'm doing? You know what? I'll have my mom take care of the kid. The kid. Yeah, okay. He likes fruit <laughs> leather. Um, so she's off doing that. Um, and like she... <laughs> deep cuts. <laughs> Um, she comes up the, up the, uh, near the river, which is where the boat is starting to be built and like Etni and, and Pond are doing magical math. Um, and Latimus comes up to you both and she says, um, so Duncan is 
Pawn, can we have a minute? And like, Pawn takes like shoes seven steps. Like, like she shoes him away. <laughs> She's like, okay, so Duncan doesn't want me to tell anybody, but you and Brim and his mom. Yeah. Um, but he's going to go into the trance to talk. We're gonna, I'm going to help walk him through. Cool. Perfect. Um, and then he says, well, you'll leave in the morning. Uh, about that. About that? Um, tell him to take his time because, um, uh, Pond and I need to take our time a little bit. Okay. Uh, like how much is take your time? what is objectively a week to you because some people it means like four days <laughs> i think pond has I mean, super does the bit... week start on monday i think i think pond has been over has been not listening and he shouts okay. it's seven days eight up to seven days okay two. do you need anything uh for the Ritual? The boat? Yeah, don't, don't ask. You'll see. Um, I honestly just, um, some good, some good lumber, some good rope, uh, building. Well, I'm going to go see Brim next. Okay. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm not lady anymore. I'm just kind of building a you boat. Need, you do need the carriage. Hmm? Oh yeah. I need that. You do need the that. carriage. <laughs> I think. Is it in town again? Has it been abandoned? No, Vea brought it in. Okay. So, I'll go tell Brim that you need that. So, I'll think he'll let you know. Because I've got to get back to Duncan as soon as I can. Yeah. No, so no she, I know you do. Yeah, go for it. Yep. So she runs off, and then she runs smack dab. Well, actually, you come into town, and like Vea's like, tapping her foot in, like, as you come riding in and like warm cotton's like kind of looking at her feet. Like I told, like, (laughs) (laughs) I think she starts signing at you. You're going to tell me. Hi, Bea. She's signing at you. Like she's like, are you going to like talk about this with anyone? Tell me that you were dying. (laughs) Is it just no. the day that all of the all of the men in my life don't talk to me? Is that just today? Is that today? Is that what today is? Brim <laughs> 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 is feeling so much better. <laughs> well, Vea. I understand that you're upset. Understandably. By the way, you can sense people's emotions now. She's not angry. She's really hurt. Okay. She's close to tears, but really doesn't want to cry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a character. <laughs> She's like, I'm glad you're going to be okay. Do you want to go talk for a little bit, maybe? We can discuss everything. Sure. Yeah, I'd really like that. Okay. The antlers look good, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and she, like, pokes at the metal, and she's like, oh my god, that's really metal. Wow. It's weird. It's honestly interesting that my head doesn't keep falling over. I guess my neck must be stronger now or something. 
Oh, by the way, you've been feeling like a little itchy all day. Just because things are still changing or? No, you feel like you should be wearing something that you're not wearing. You can check one of your weaknesses. I don't have any hunger to make you like freak out about it, but like. Oh. Why don't you read your weaknesses out? Because we haven't heard them Cannot bear to be separated from the metal that marks your face. Does, is there any of that in my armor? No. Your armor is made out of wood. Yeah, I forgot. And cloth. Because you remember, Ingvild had, like, piercings and yeah. rings and, like, all kinds of, like, head dressings of gold. Like, that was a thing she did. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, I think I go... I think Bea's like, are you okay? Like, I, you can tell her everything on, like, a walk. Yeah, I think I talk to her about everything, and at the end of it, I'm kind of like fidgety i need something copper i think i don't know why it's, i just feel like i need something copper like a necklace or something or a ring maybe rings necklaces both maybe crown <laughs> i don't know something crown i've already got antlers <laughs> scratching myself <laughs> okay calm down calm down <sighs> come with me okay 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 and like she takes you to her... have those amulets or any of those copper no nah, they're made out of wood she um, goes to her room and she like, copper, right? I don't exactly know the difference, but she like opens her like jewelry box. Maybe it's in the back of the carriage. Um, oh, yeah. And she's like opening her jewelry box and she's like, like, this is like her auxiliary jewelry yeah. box. It's like the jewelry she doesn't like wear, wear as much. Like copper's not a good color for her. So like yeah. <laughs> she doesn't usually wear it. Um, and she's like, um, and she pulls out like a ring and like, um, like a steel chain. And she's like. It's made from my hand, but, and she like, and I think you've been playing this game where you like testing, like she puts it on your hand and you're like, do you feel better? <laughs> yeah, and, like, no. no. Okay. That one must've been bronze. Um, <laughs> until she finds copper. She's like, does that feel better? Yeah. That feels a lot better. Okay. Yeah. And then she like puts it on you. Oh, very cool. Yeah. You know, like I'm being knighted. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Okay. I wish people called me the Dragon Slayer. They say nothing. Hmm. Can't wish for all things. You can't wish for all things. One day I'll get a title. Maybe the paint. <coughs> Maybe they'll a make vampire. a mural of us on yeah. the mountain or something. But you're a vampire now, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Doesn't feel very different overall. Well, except for the fact that I don't have to eat or sleep. I have a lot of energy. I also have to take people's emotions, but generally, I feel like the same person slash personality is stuck with me. I do also you still, am do immortal. Do you still care about us? Yeah, of course I do. In fact, my strongest emotion is those of home, because that's what I shared with Ingvold previously. Oh. Okay, then. I can't start calling you Dragon Slayer, but I can do this. And she like stands up on her toes to like kiss your forehead uh-huh. and she says you are Imtel Brimgar the shadow of tree breakwater <sighs> thank you <laughs> I think Brim like grins yeah like, very like a, like a lot and gives his sister a hug yeah and, like squeezes her a little too tight yeah <laughs> she's like ow 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 ow, ow. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's me, Dane. You're here with me in the intermission. Thanks for listening to the Level 1 Podcast. Uh, 
it means the world that you listen. We work so hard to make it for you. So thanks for thanks for being here. Um, as always, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us. It helps other people find the show and helps us build an audience. So thanks for taking the time to do that. Um, special thanks as always this week to Sage Latora and Adam Cowell for designing Dungeon World. Special thanks also to TabletopAudio.com, which is where all of our sound effects, sound designs come from. Um, you can go there and uh, kind of up your personal at-the-table game. It's a really cool thing. Go take the time to check it out. Additional thanks to Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook. Some thanks to Peter Johansson, who built the Vampire, Baron, and Warlord playbooks, all of which made a huge difference in this season. Um, Firebrands was designed by D. Vincent Baker, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, it looks like that's it for the intermission. Um, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. I've kept you here too long. Let's get back to the show. Ow, 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 ow. Holy shit. Are you always that strong? Uh, no. <laughs> That's new. Um, I think this is when Latsuma comes up to start discussing the carriage with Vea. And, like, he, she basically brings you up to date on everything that's happening. I want I want Latsuma to be intimidated by me. She's super nervous. Okay, She cool. does not. Good. She is. Good. She never thanks me for that, and I have never released <laughs> that always been bitter. <laughs> You have always been bitter against her. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, with the bonds. Mm-hmm. Should be taking them. You can make bonds as you want now. Okay. As you're feeling now. I just wanted to go through all of that stuff before you did new bonds, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, I think, Etni, you get the news at some point that... Oh, I have ca- to tell my sister that the carriage... Oh, no, Latima's doing that. Okay, good. And they were totally, like, they were, they wanted to take... I think it becomes clear to you from the discussion between Latima and Vea, um, that basically what the council wanted to do was basically they, they thought, they were really worried about Duncan and Etni, and they wanted to take as much pressure off of them so that they could do the big, big important thing. So Vea's like, just take the carriage. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Just, I'll take all my stuff out of it so then it's just like malleable and Etni and, and Pond can do whatever they want to it. You know. Okay, cool. So like, Etni gets that news. Brim, you get the news. You also get the, like, I think you get Vea's side of, of like, fighting with Duncan. Like, <laughs> she just, she just feels really hurt. Um, yeah. And she's like, I... I don't know. I, I kind of thought he trusted me. I'll talk to him. Well, when he's done with this. Yeah, it, it sounds like he's going to be... Maybe we'll go on a backpacking trip. <laughs> sure. A two-day backpacking trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That sounds great. <laughs> Do you think he responds more to physical things, or... He seems more like a physical sort of person. Never mind, I'll take care of it. And she, like, walks away. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, Brim, like, I think maybe, like, Warm Cotton looks at you and, like, you can have that line. <laughs> yeah. I want to get to Duncan now. <clears throat> Latima's back. Great. Tell me what this looks like. So read the whole move. So. And then tell me what, what the whole scene looks like. So the lone tree is a massive tree inside the hollow of a mountain, right? Yes, yeah. Surrounding that tree, I'm a ima- I mean, this is... You could 
do you want to tell us what it looks like? Is it so, just grass? So yeah, so so circle? the the mountain's massive and hollow, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lake that's the spring for the river for the fresh warm water, right? Mm-hmm. The the hot spring. Um, at the edge of the hot spring, the the um, the healing houses were built out over the water, so they had ac- direct access to clean water. And then, at the mouth of the of the mountain and where the water spills out. Directly opposite that is where the tree was plant was planted, mm-hmm. um, and it's a little ways away, separate from the healing houses. So there's like nice grass because everything else that isn't all of that is farmland and pe- and farmers' homes mm-hmm. in the mountain, right? So the other thing to note that's different about the tree is like the tree grew really fast. So like from the time you'd planted it up until when the dragon arrived, it had grown to like a full sized tree, like a normal full sized mm-hmm. tree in the span of a few months, which was really fast. Wicker's grounding spell permanently changed the shape and size of the lone tree back mm-hmm. to its original size. Oh, whoa. Um, maybe even bigger, I, I said. Wow. So, like, because it's... And it's still in the mountains, so it still has so much more room to grow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's space. And I think Latsuma mm-hmm. has asked people to grant some, uh-huh. some space, for sure. So, I think... Maybe some torches or candles have been lit, mm-hmm. and Duncan sits in the middle of what they've drawn as like sort of runic circles mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah, and I think right the runes are, are prayers. Like there's mm-hmm. that there's those that line of prayers. I think that line of prayer circles you, and part of Latsuma's job is to do is to constantly like be refilling incense and mm-hmm. candles and that and, sort of and stuff. And hopefully, just the location will also help mm-hmm. to sort of yeah um, expedite it. So should I read the move? Yeah, I think you're going to take advantage on this move because it's Latima. Instead of Brim. <laughs> or Pete. <laughs> Pete, would, I don't even think it was possible to do this with Pete. Uh-huh. Brim keeps accidentally scuffing the runes. Oh, sorry. Pete was... I was having an episode. <laughs> um, I was going through something and I took it out in Pete as I normally do. Um, when I spend a day and a night in guided prayer and meditation, I tell the GM who is guiding me, Latima, and I roll plus constitution. On a 10 plus, I'm granted an audience with the deities who I've connected to, and my connection to them is stable, and I may stay in audience with them as long as my deities allow. Should I read all everything that can happen? Yes, yes. So if I get a 7 to 9, the connection is weak, and the audience won't last long, and I may only ask a number of questions, um, and the number of questions for topics of conversation cannot exceed 3. So uh, any questions, just the topics can't. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I'd rather think I wanted to think about it. Like, if you needed it to mm-hmm. be questions, it could be questions. But oh, if okay. I'd, especially after the Wim Hallahart thing, yeah. I'd rather it be three topics of conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Not I thought won't... that wasn't awesome, but like, yeah, yeah. So... Um, <clears throat> and on a six or lower, I'll still gain a weak connection, just like I would in a seven to nine. But there's an uninvited guest as well. Gross. GM may still make a move as hard as they want. I almost six is almost as interesting to me as a as a success here. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit like what what is the process like? Is Latima like almost speaking like more or less for like twenty four hours? Like, no, I think there is actually long periods where mm-hmm. she leaves because it's mm-hmm. prayer and meditation. Mm-hmm. So there'll be long periods where she leaves. And she's still nearby, yeah. but she's resting. She's doing whatever right. she needs to. And then it's like yeah. prayer between her and between you. Uh-huh. 
And then she's almost keeping time as well for yeah. how long I've meditated for and when I need to move on to another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. So should I roll? I think you should roll. What's this plus? Constitution? Plus my constitution. What is your constitution bonus? It's a plus one. Okay, so you're rolling 3d6, taking the highest with a plus one. No That's way. not possible. <laughs> oh my god, dude. No way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? I gotta know this. What I gotta know. Statistical uh, odds? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking this up. For the audience, Wilf rolled three ones on the dice. <laughs> oh, so, this is on. not my day today. <laughs> Good God. I've never seen that. I don't think I've ever seen someone roll snake eyes. Triple snake eyes. Yeah. Did it? Did they even roll? Did they just drop? Dude, in Yahtzee, that's a three of a kind. A really lame three of a kind, but it's a three of a kind. Yeah. Okay. This was Yahtzee. The results, okay. <laughs> Probabilities of, for rolling three dice. Okay, here we go. Um, there is, only, is one possible way three dice can total three. So, uh, give, me the, give me the fucking percentage. The give odds. me the percentage. It's, it's probably like Pr- probably or less. Probability of sum of three. It's one in 216. Or roughly 0.5%. Wow. Unbelievable. That sucks. That's gotta count for something. Hey, Mark XP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it counts for XP, that's for sure. Holy shit. Wow. What a roll, huh? Did I just... You play an RPG long enough, you're gonna get a roll like that. Yeah. (laughs) With advantage, all threes. Wow. So you you rolled a three. Yeah. Um... So what happens on a six to less? Let's say that again. I'll still gain a weak connection. Oh. I'll still gain a weak connection, just like a seven to nine. But there is an uninvited guest as well. And the GM may still make a move. As far as I know. Wow. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. So you are pulled back in to that healing house, greenhouse, you know, place that you were pulled before when you were having those dreams, all that, all those, well over a year ago now, you know? And this time it's easy, you know? You hear Latima's voice and it fades into Ismal and Mira and Gladian's voices. And you come into that main courtyard again. And today, all three of them are particularly human looking. Um, and they're like on, on this like courtyard, like having a picnic on the grass. And there's food set out for you. Um, but you're pretty sure in the distance you can still hear um, I think you can still hear the sound of farmers just barely so like you know that like this isn't quite as strong as being in the dream mm-hmm. but it's there and Yzma like nods very serenely at you like 
it's he's smiling and it's not forced but it's very much like we've been fighting hey uh, like <laughs> um not me and him but you and he's mall yeah we've been fighting well uh, okay. the equipment remember he left you for, yeah 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 for <laughs> quite a while yeah i wonder how he feels about um You're traveling with brem and but i think the i think lady mira um and Gladine just like rise to their feet and like embrace you like simultaneously um, and like gesture for you to sit down with them and I think Gladine starts mainly because I think she didn't she didn't get to talk to you the last time you were here mm -hmm. um, and you're still like a new thing for her so she's um, hey by the way in this in this version of you do you have are you do you have your prosthetics um what i mean what do you think i think that's about how duncan views himself uh-huh has he like in his in his mind's eye does he have those things or not uh right now no okay he doesn't have any of the marks maybe in a couple years yeah. or something yeah that, that would take time to fully incorporate into your mm -hmm. self-image um i think lady mary is the one who brings that up it's like how how is everything going with that? And she like touches your arm. Is it working fine? Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, most days I don't even notice it. Good. I we tried our best. I appreciate it. If it wasn't for you guys, it'd have been a lot worse. I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Yeah. So you've finally gotten to talk to us by your choice. It's good work. You wouldn't have come to us with nothing. No, no. I have a, <clears throat> I have a question. An important question. I need to know, um, and I understand I, the problem with Saren's ley lines whether we lift them in the sky with Palin, whether Caspin controls them. Caspin can't control them. Yzmol says, says that. And I know, um, and I made a deal with Palin and with you, Yzmol, for six months to find a way to preserve the energy of Saren's ley lines, but make them so that they wouldn't be, it wouldn't be possible for them to be used by mortals for ill. And so I know none of you know the answer on how to do that, but I think I know where I might find it. And it's in Lord Vito's library. They all kind of like, yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, like they knew that that was probably where an answer would sit. <laughs> the one thing I don't know is how to get there so I can find out. Hmm. I think Lady Mira says, well, it's difficult because the most meth, the main way people get there is by dying. And when you die, you're put directly at Lord Vita's feet if he wants to speak to you at all. So there wouldn't be much chance for you or someone else to 
slip away and look at the library without his permission. And then Yizmal says, What about the hatchet? There, after we left, a rather cruel magician, not long after we left, had been spared by Lord Vita. And he knew that there was a space. And so he enchanted a brutal, simple instrument of death. It didn't harm the flesh of a person. It just ripped their soul out, sent it to Lord Vita's room. And when he left Lord Vita, when Lord Vita left, he left his realm with the gate left wide open so people could die. And so, the way the hatchet worked, at least, is they would be thrown into his realm and then sucked immediately into the gate. And now he's back, and he keeps the gate closed so he has control. So in theory, if you had that hatchet, it would just throw your soul into his realm. Without him even knowing my soul was in there. Potentially. As far as I understood, it just puts you in the realm at random, almost. Kind of dangerous, but possible. And I think, so long as he didn't catch you and put you through, if you were to remove the, the blade, from your flesh, you would return to life. Because no harm would be dealt to your body. And Lord Vita wouldn't even know I was dead. And if a tree it's falls in the forest and Lord Vita doesn't know, did it really fall? <laughs> it's it's a likely option. Seems like it's the only option. Potentially, but I don't know where the hatchet is. None of you know where the hatchet is? Or... Where was that? You sensed... I know, no, you you saw that hatchet. In a shop. You asked what was evil in that shop. <laughs> All those, those years ago. Who was that? Our arcane Archie. Archie. <laughs> you don't think he still has it, perhaps. And I think I think Gladine is like, well, and like Is he a vampire? Just when arcane I Arcane Archie? Yeah. No, 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 no. Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. <laughs> I think I think Gladine like swirls her like goblet of wine and like looks into it and like gestures to you and he's, and like shows you like a scrying vision. Mm-hmm. Seems it's still there. Well, <clears throat> I always told myself I'd go back to Eva. Capital was beautiful once. Isn't Caspin, does Caspin own Capital now? Yeah. So enemy territory. <laughs> I think I think Lady Mira says, "Well, your time with us isn't up quite yet." Is that all you wanted to speak with us about? You have two more. Basically, I'm saying as your GM, you have two more topics. Do you want me to cut away to 
them yeah, for a minute? Yeah, I don't even know if there's much I want to ask. But You could get Pet- Petty Duncan. You could ask about personal <laughs> shit. You went to all this effort. I think you need to get all of your... Uh-huh. Might as well use them all. Yeah. Especially because right. you failed. Yeah. We can Someone's go. there. Um, Etni, what's going on? Odd and I are just tinkering away. Yeah, but that that can't happen all the time. Is there a scene you want to have with Etni and anybody? Anything you want to point the metaphorical camera on while we're still in Lone Tree? Maybe, like, Egwene is, like, trying to reach out. I feel like Egwene feels pretty bad about the whole yeah. cancel situation. Yeah, I think they, that you maybe have, like, I don't know why I'm about picnics today, but picnic <laughs> on the broken wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's like, thanks for coming. I think it's like a really late evening picnic because mm-hmm. it's the end of summer. So like the hours, like the light's really golden right now. Yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. I really I needed a break. I don't think I can move my neck anymore. <laughs> so another six days you'll be in town. Yeah, at, at the most. I'm sorry. We were trying to do something good, if that helps. I know it probably doesn't. It didn't seem to help Duncan at all. You know, I... I remember... After it all happened, I... I don't think I've ever felt more hated in my life. After what all happened? After I brought it all here. Well, they were wrong. (laughs) You saved us. You and Duncan both saved us over and over and over again, and now you're going to go try and save everyone? You didn't need to be in charge of this place. I think we did, you know. I mean, not now. You didn't need to be in church. No, I know what you mean. I just think it's... It's hard to let go of, and... You know, I'm just here rolling with the punches, but I think that... I do think that it hurt Duncan. Even if... You and he were saying the same thing yeah I know what do you think it's gonna be like when we do leave scary really scary but we couldn't let that keep happening look at you and I left for a month and came back and at first, I thought it was just, you just fought a dragon, you know? But you fell out of the sky on a boat, and we were floundering. And whether we some of us liked it or not, we desperately forced you all into that role. forced Duncan to be in charge got your friend Thorn killed and forced you to 
carry all our burdens for us. And it looks like you're, if you don't stop soon, you're going to wither away. And then the orcs showed up and we did the same thing. All of these people keep asking and taking and taking from all of you. I just think that's the nature of being a hero. And you all have to go be heroes again. We need to be our own heroes. Man, I wish I could have said all of that in the meeting. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you didn't give any of the, you the chance, but I'm, honestly, I don't, I don't think he needs to to hear it. I think he knows what he knows, and we're just ready to move on. Yeah. I'm sorry that means leaving you. You didn't leave me last time. I know you could have left me in that storm. Well, if I can just say, as long as you're here, I think everything's going to be okay. No pressure. No. Believe me, there's none of that with this role. None of that at all. She just shakes her head. I think that's a. I think that's a good scene. Brim, where are you at? Uh, I don't know, man. He's probably just doing his thing. Doing vampire shit. I think he's like he. He knows that like Duncan's upset. He's like, he's feeling really good about himself right now. Yeah, I'm not gonna let anything take me off this high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think he's like, is Brim like? Can I still get drunk? Oh yeah, can he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Roll 2d6. Oh, God. Oh, Please, man. God. Let me get drunk. Please. Let me get drunk. Seven. It is so much harder. Oh, God. You can go for days. Really? Nobody can keep up with you. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good and a bad thing, I guess. It'd be good. What if we get, you know... It's uh, expensive. What it's if expensive. we have to win a drinking <laughs> yeah, contest? Yeah, what if we yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If we get in a drinking contest, Brim can handle it, although everybody will probably be terrified of him. He gets affected. Uh, I also... I, so I think we get, like, a shot of you in the middle of the night while Duncan's doing all this, um, drinking people under the table, and you, like, step out for just a second, and you can see in, like, the gap in the wall uh, a horned figure, like, looking at you, <laughs> yeah. and then they're gone. Okay. And she's gone. I think I, I think I just, like, smile to myself. I think Brim is also, like, taking care of some other things. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's, uh, he's packing, uh, packing stuff in general, but I think he's also made two backpacks just in case Duncan wants to go on, like, a two-day backpack trip. So <laughs> like, we gotta kill some time. He knows for, that he's uh, feeling down, and I know yeah, that we have a week. Yeah, we so, gotta yeah. kill some time while the boat's being built. So he's got some, he's got some backpacks ready, and, uh... And he, he made a third one for Adnan, but he figures that she's busy <laughs> doing the actual work. <laughs> As always. That's Son fair. Bitch. Um, and eventually I want to get more passion, but I don't know if I want to do that right now. Okay, cool. So I'm going to have like hold. All right. What's up, Duncan? So, yeah, I'll ask the three. Um, yeah. What should be important to know or to take with us on our journey? 
I think they're going to each say something. They're going to have, like, kind of a, not a pithy answer, because uh-huh. it's hard to come up with pithy answers on the fly. Sorry. Um, I think Lady Mira's like, this might be a kind of boring answer, but, like, bandages, a health potion, if you can manage it, like, keep yourself okay. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> um, Useless! <laughs> I, r- I write that down. Like, yes. I'm taking notes. Um, but oh, she, she, act, she comes up and she says, Duncan, whatever you do, bring your compassion. That's what I saw in you. It's about Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta fix that door. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the night, I'll just sneak in there. I will. Um... Gladian says, Don't forget the people you love. Don't bring any regrets with you. <laughs> and Ismal says, Take this hammer. Bring with you the resolve, the grit to get things done. Also, that elf woman is going to offer you something. I suggest you take it. Good to know. So you, I'm assuming you take your leave. Uh-huh. No, 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 not gonna no, ask. I have, I have an idea for the third question. <laughs> we can get. <laughs> Do you want to hear it before I say a thing? Uh, I, if I couldn't have thought of it myself in my solo meditation. I probably can't hear it. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So you're walking down the hall to like leave, basically. Like uh-huh. you can feel. Latima kind of walking you out. Mm-hmm. But someone's in the hall between you and your way out. She is very tall. Nine feet, ten feet tall. Four wings. A crazy scarlet, like, battle dress that, like, flows down into a skirt of, like, nebulas and stars. Tallreen is stepping towards you. Ismal and Lady Mira and Gla- and and Gladine, they make a really calm, good presence. Like their energy, like works really well off of each other. Um, Tallreen's presence is like a clashing note, or the wrong color in a painting, or all of those things, and she's just like. Like, you get the sense that, like, when you're around Ismal, that, like, if he raised his shield to protect you, nothing could get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when you're with, you're near Talreen, like, you, you thought you had met the greatest warrior that's ever been, and you were wrong. She's better than him. You, like, you felt like nothing could get through his shield. Mm-hmm. She can get through his shield. <laughs> Hello. Um, <coughs> hello. <laughs> hello. Duncan Selmy. Tall Reen. Paladin of Ismal. Favorite Lady Mira. And my sister's new toy.
Avengers fight. (laughs) (laughs) So. You have plans, I see. In a way, yes. Which is more than some others could say. Good for you. Hmm. They chose poorly. And she walks away. (laughs) And then Latima walks you out. (laughs) I feel like I'm back in class with Meralda twice, Slane. (laughs) There's a reason that they get along. (laughs) Glad you failed. Yeah. That's an interesting failure. You should have asked for them to speed up the boat process, but... I don't think they're capable of... Yeah, but I figured, you know, (laughs) you had an extra thing. So, Duncan, you come out, and I think it's the next day, you rest, Latima informs you that you have to be here a Uh week. Um, Do you go on that two-day backpacking trip with Brim? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Brim shows up with two backpacks and... (laughs) Sneaks you out of town with his new vampire stealth. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, my guy, we got some days to kill. <laughs> does Etni go or does Etni stay and work? Yeah, Brim invites you. I want to accept. Yeah. But Pong kind of gives me a look like, like I need you to check my math. <laughs> like, I mean, like, have fun, I guess, but I don't trust myself. <laughs> yeah. We'll send another postcard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so. On so any boat's going well. It is. Boat is going well. It is actually going well. We found a way to actually integrate the carriage. Yeah, carriage essentially goes at the back of the ship. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Then. So it's like it it is kind of like a cabin then. A little bit. It's like a. It almost looks like a water taxi. Sure. Yeah. I'm imagining (laughs) this. This ship is like twice, maybe even three times the size of the second wind. Yes. Yeah. Going in style this time. Much better. Nice. And they're designing it so that like it's better in the air and can be in the water. Like oh sweet, doing much better work this time. Not this weird hodgepodge no, stolen boat not on just the beach. A, a catapult <laughs> that can fly through the air. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. So after your guys's two day backpacking trip, any 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 topics of conversation we want to make sure that like get like that you guys. Yeah, did where this. are you going? Just into the serpent. Beautiful mountain. Yeah, just into the serpent's trails. Yeah, yeah. There's maybe like maybe there's like a lake like tucked into a valley that we hiked to. Uh huh. And we might not see these mountains for a while, so it's good to yeah check it all out. Uh, I don't know, Duncan. Do we have anything that we talk about? Do you have any hunger? Yeah, Duncan. Or no. You do gain if you can't spend passion, um, when you would like. So, normally in Dungeon World, there's, like, a big rest mechanic. Yeah. We haven't been playing that way, so the way we're going to do it is just, like, whenever there's, like, a bunch of downtime, you need to spend a passion or gain a hunger. So, I think throughout this whole week, you're going to end up gaining a hunger near the end. So, I'd say Brim, uh, Brim should just take one hunger here. Yeah. yeah. So, I have one hunger. Yeah. Why do you ask? Well, I think Duncan would be comfortable allowing Brim to to use his emotions. Okay. I like to think that this this discussion kind of happens like while we're hiking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just like asking me questions. Well, like, yeah, what's it like to be a vampire? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I have to do this and that, and, and you're like, well, you know, if you ever need emotions or anything, 
Well, if you'd like to try it, we could do it right now. It'll take just a second. Sure. <laughs> That's basically like the equivalent. Like, do you want to drop LSD? Like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's like, what's it like? What does it feel it's like? I have something we could do right now. Okay. Pick, pick a specific memory or emotion and focus on that. Um, I'll think. I do. I, I don't lose that emotion. I just share it with him. Yeah, you just yeah. share it. I'm gonna choose the first time I felt truly proud when I slew Croc in the town square of Old Lone Tree. Okay. When Ismal first spoke to me. Uh, so I think you know, Broom reaches out and touches, and so like all of your memories of personal pride. Have been have like come back into clear clear color. Yeah, for, for Brim. Mm. And Duncan, you're left like zoned the fuck out. You can take Whoa. two passion, bro. Okay, cool. That was <laughs> woo. That's so crazy stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. For you, it's temporary. For me, it's more permanent. Duncan's just nodding. Yeah. But now you but um Brim now knows that you could bring Duncan back to life as a vampire now that you have a yeah. emotion of his. I, I don't think Brim would ever do that. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, I also say, hey man, just don't do that. <laughs> just, well, no Travis? offense to you, man. Hey. Fruit leather? Yeah, fruit leather, beef jerky. <laughs> Are you hungry? I'm, I'm not grill, I'm grilling up breakfast heroes. I'll I'll start the fire. Okay. I think Make me a small one. It's just yeah. for the taste. Yeah. <laughs> I think Brim usually like eats still. Uh-huh. If for no other reason to make other people comfy. Yeah, right. make other people comfy and he also just like likes eating. Yeah. So you guys get back. Um Duncan, you have like a note left on your door that just says come to the training grounds. Uh-huh. I go to the training grounds. Um so Vea's there. Um, she's got her great sword out and she's like, you're just like my brother. Only know one way to talk. So here we go. <laughs> do you want to talk or do you want to fight? Um, I don't want to hurt you, Vea. <laughs> she tries to hurt you. <laughs> she just swings. Yeah, she just swings. Jeez. It's blunt, but she's gonna like break bones unless you do something. Defend. I'll defend myself. <laughs> Shit. This insane elf. Um, I'll do it by um. Get it. Tr- I'm gonna first try and get out of the way. So plus dex. And act fast. Yeah. Plus my dex. Which is minus one. Good. Uh- uh, seven. Um, you can do it, but she'll disarm you. Okay. She'll knock the th- uh, the sword, your sword, like, um, like you'll dodge it, but like her sword will cut through your sword belt and like she'll uh-huh. kick it away. Okay. And she's like, why won't you talk to me? 
because... She's doing this at sword point, by uh-huh. the way. <laughs> uh, because I... The sword's, like, right, yeah. <laughs> right out of me. Um, because I felt very attacked <laughs> by uh, our encounter in the council room. You left before we actually talked. We'd moved on to discussing the uh, whereabouts of books and knowledge and basically moving on to finding the third solution. So we'd And we still had haven't had that out. conversation. Yeah, I figured it out without you, Vea. I actually don't need you for everything, believe it or not. I, you, I just wanted you to want me around for other things. That was, I thought we would, we would talk after. And I think she like lowers her sword. Mm-hmm. Um. I re, I. I know I did it wrong. As she lowers her sword, I want to use quick thinking, defy uh-huh. danger, and r- wrestle the sword out of her hand. Uh, okay, roll plus intelligence. Just plus nothing. Okay. Five. <laughs> I <laughs> hey, <tried>. mark XP. <laughs> I try and grab it closely. Um, so as you're reaching, she like puts the flat of the blade between your legs and like trips you. Um, and then like. I think she's probably, like, on top of you, like, soared above, uh, back in, like, that position mm-hmm. of, like, <laughs> since you can't seem to talk to me honestly by sword point, I guess sword point by sword point it is. Uh-huh. Um, she's like, I, I was wrong. I thought, we all thought, Meridian, Pond, Egwene. Matsuma, we all thought that we were asking too much of you and Etni. We weren't trying to take anything from you. I like spending time with you. I thought we were getting along. Was I wrong? Oh, you weren't wrong. I like spending time with you, too. Then why are you avoiding me? This isn't a big deal. And she, like, lowers the sword but doesn't let you up. (laughs) Because I have to go. Okay? And then you'll be back. I may be back. Right, of course. I've been 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 told I may be back by people in my life. My mother, my father, my brothers, my whole life. I know how it is. Exactly. Then you'll understand why maybe I'm putting a little distance between us. Between everything in this town. Because if you haven't noticed, I haven't really been able to do a great job at saving everyone I care about. Are you kidding me? Are you are you serious right now? Yeah, yeah I'm serious. <sighs> yeah, I know last time you lost Thorn. And this time you lost Wicker. But if you haven't noticed, both of them loved you enough to make pick you over them. 
So, if you want space, you can have space. Can that also mean physically and I can stand up now? Yeah, sorry. She like stands up. Brush the dust off my pants. Three things. If you get back. Can we pick things up? Um, we can definitely talk about that if I return. That is what picking things up means, yeah. Um, here. If you want. I know you don't have a shield anymore. Can I make something for you? I would be honored if you made me a shield. I can't make you a shield. Oh, then why did you... (laughs) She picks up her greatsword and lays it on the ground and she picks up your sword and she holds up a thing in her hand, like this little like rock. It's got like runes on it. She's like, this is a binding rune. They're odd things, hard to make. I can put those together. And she gestures at the greatsword and your sword. You're worried about not being able to fight hard enough. Lose the shield. Hit harder. What does that mean, mechanically? Your sword will become a plus two sword and it'll be two-handed. But nothing will change about the thorn enchantment. Neat. As long as I don't forget. (laughs) Why don't you write it next to (laughs) it? Plus two. So she... Sets the rune, sets the swords on top of each other, and sets, like, the rune on the pommels between them. And they just kind of, like, meld together. Mm -hmm. And I think your sword is, like, has all the enchantments, so it's dominant. So it basically, like, just gets bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, And she puts it in the scabbard, her scabbard. And she just hands it to you, and she says, you know, and... You can forget about the third thing. I'll see you when you guys leave. Okay. Sick. Great sword on my back. (laughs) He says awkwardly walking away. (laughs) Is there anything else you guys want to see during the week? I don't think so. Okay. So... Seven days pass. Etni, what does the final enchantment on the ship look like? I think that... So, carriage and boat are all combined. And I think that she and Pond... Like, they they finished the build and the enchantments fairly quickly. And now they're... um, They've made, like, a really nice mast Mm -hmm. for it, too. Yeah. You know, it's like a water taxi, but just like something a little bit extra and it's got orange and green and purple and Yeah. All that stuff in it. Yeah. So you Um so Brim, I think you and Warm Cotton get in first. Yeah. Um and Vea uh 
pats the ring around your neck and she says I'm so proud of you um thank you Vaya. I'm proud of you as well thanks I wish you luck and I will definitely be seeing you on the other side because uh almost nothing can kill me <laughs> <laughs> she laughs yeah but we won't grow old together Maybe that's a better thing for me, at least. You get to stay the way I always knew you. Maybe. I'll be around either way. I like that. And she, like, steps back. Um, I think Latima comes forward super nervously to you. <laughs> She's like... Lord Breakwater? You don't have to call me that. You're scary. But I, it's no excuse for me not apo- uh, um, apologizing for the fact that I never thanked you. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Can you repeat that? She's thanking you yeah. for saving the uh, refugees. <laughs> the thing uh. that you've held a grudge against her <laughs> forever. Uh... I don't actually know if I can do this, Mm -hmm. but I kind of like put my hand on her shoulder Mm -hmm. and like let a little bit of like gratefulness basically trickle out. I don't know if I can do that. I think you can let that happen. I don't think it's anything mechanically. Yeah. I don't even know if she notices exactly what happens, but yeah, she's grateful. I just smile at her like I've been waiting and then I I get on the ship. (laughs) (laughs) You just Um, say about time. (laughs) Um, Etni, um, as you're getting on the ship, uh, before you can go, uh, Egwene, like, takes your hand, and so does Latima, mm-hmm. and they're just like, come back safe. And, like, they go, and then you are just three-way hugged by orcs. <laughs> Meridian, Skua, and Pawn just, like, crush you. Oh. And, um, I think Pond and Skua drop back, but Meridian said, <clears throat> looks at you, and she says... You almost didn't come back. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if I'd come back. Well, I'm here, so... I don't know. I love you, Annie. And she lets you get on the ship. Duncan, I think Vea gives you a look. And she she just nods at you and smiles that you have the sword and waves. Unless you want to say something to her, she's just going to give you all the space you want. Wave back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> Great. Thumbs up. Yeah. Crooked. <laughs> I think Egwene comes up to you. Mm-hmm. Come back. We need our hero back when you're done. I'll do my best. We need... No. Sorry, it's not right. We need... 
We need our lone tree back when you're done. We need someone to lift beams and help people with their trading carts and bully Pete. <laughs> I look over and uh, I've fixed Pete's door yeah. in the night. And not only have I fixed it, but I painted it and I made sure to paint in big block letters, Pete's house. <laughs> so that I'll never forget his name when I walk up to it. She's just like, I want, come back and swing a hammer. Gwen, I'm so glad you said that. When I come back, I don't want to be a hero. I just want to live here. Sounds good. And she like walks off. Um, your mom hugs you real tight. Um, and as you guys take off, oh, oh, what do you want? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I want, I want a moment uh, where Brim kind of salutes. Soldiers, basically. Yeah, yeah, and I think Warm Cotton's coming with you, of course. Yeah, Um, they know that you're doing better now, and they're happy about that. I think I, I think I kind of give Haya a grin, and I. uh, It's probably not really many shadows, but I use the cloak of the night to kind of like half show Haya that I'm like. (laughs) He shouts, "That's cheating!" As like the boat's like lifting off. (laughs) That's cool. Um. And all of you can see, as you guys are drifting off, like, the whole town is, like, waving you guys off. Like, all their hopes are with you. 